Lemonade. Lemonade because, uh, no, I'm just normal lemonade because I got the runs of May. I made myself some rice. Doing some lemonade. I don't know if that works, but I'm doing it. I'm gonna tell everyone that that's the solution and then that's gonna become one of those things where it's like, oh yeah, I heard uh, <laughs> lemonade is good for your diarrhea. It's like, yeah, 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 sure is. Is that you too? What? Oh yeah, I have the runs. In a world of countless Zoom meetings and millions of hours of movies, one zesty zebra and a frisky panda. Save the world one podcast at a time. Starring Marlon, Alex, Zoom. And welcome to a new episode of today's Zoom. I hope you have your popcorn ready. Zoom. Because today we will be talking about... Don't drop the Skittles. <laughs> please don't. We have two um, films we're going to talk about. One is Independence Day and the other one is Matilda. Uh, yep. They are both uh, part of our 25th anniversary uh, selection of the month of July and August. We kind of did a, a weird split where we did like... We grabbed one from July and another one from August. Uh we're both going through some stuff. Yeah. Like, Alex just got a new job, and I ended up moving, so it's, like, kind of harder on us to figure out when to record. Uh, but I think yes, we're, we're, we're starting to get the, a little bit into the rhythm. Uh, well, yeah, so we have two episodes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, two films. we'll be back. Yeah. Yeah, and finally, from the 20-year from the anniversary, we've watched... Crap movies, bro. We've watched horrible movies, like just unbearable. Very movies. true, very true. And finally, we watched two movies that you can watch, like you can actually. I didn't mind them. I didn't mind watching them. Yeah, it's true. Actually, we're doing Independence Day first. Yep. Right. Yeah, we are. Okay, so. So Independence Day, it was I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Like I didn't remember how good it was. Like I. Not saying it's great, but it was better than I remembered it. For some reason, I remember it being bad. And then rewatching it, I was like, "Okay, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not great. It's not that bad, though." Yeah. Yeah. I um. I I completely agree with you because I remember watching it when I was young. And I remember how much involved I was in the aliens and fighting aliens. But I wasn't, because we were kids, like all of these films, uh-huh. you know, it's the 25th anniversary. We were kids and we didn't really understand what was going on. Uh, and then... We were 10 years old. Yeah. And like watching the film, we didn't, we couldn't really relate. Uh, but now it's like, oh crap, we've been through like COVID and the pandemic and everyone's like scared and you start feeling that. And we, we went through like 9-11 uh, and that whole scene was scary. So it really puts it to perspective, like, how this film should be, uh, like, reacted with or, or with your own reaction or your own emotion or invested with what you already know or experience. 
Because yeah. when I was little, I remember watching this, and I got my parents to buy, like, the spaceship and the alien, and I, we got them at Costco. Because I remember they sold the, the figures at Costco. So I had those ships. It lit up. I had I had the alien that actually was like uh, rubber tentacles. Uh, it came with a little Will Smith. I, I just remember having all that. It came with a floppy disk. Uh, so I was really invested in this when I was 10. Man, this Dude, is Dude, I don't remember buying any, well, I don't remember buying any of those games, like, any of that shit. Yeah. Well, mostly because my parents never actually bought me that, like, we never actually got all the toys and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would just go to La Pulgas, man. That's for me. It was like, if it was not in Las Pulgas, I wouldn't get it. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I remember I remember going to Las Pulgas. Yeah. Um, but, mm, that's not all. I think uh, we, we would go there a lot on Saturdays. And we would go to watch movies uh-huh. on Saturdays sometimes. Uh-huh. I'm going to look up right now the poster because we've done that. I've done that a couple of times before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually look at what the poster says. And I can't find it. Yep. Dude, while you're saying that, I mean, uh, look. There's, like, so many cool shit from this movie that I forgot. Like, okay. Um... For 1996, the CGI was spot on. Was this <laughs> was, ILM? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I remember... Uh, let's see, it's 20th Century Fox of the Shibuya. Uh, that's a good question. I have no idea. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say... I'm going to go ahead and say um, that... Um, that this was ILM. I have this, like, slight feeling that it was ILM. I mean, this is, like, for 1996, this is really good freaking graphics. Like, it's not the best, but there's so many things. Like, the explosions were cool. I I'm, I'm, want to say the explosions are real. They, they were because they were uh, miniatures. They were miniatures. I remember... Oh, they're miniatures. Yeah, that makes sense. I remember because uh, the Discovery Channel used to have a show called uh, Movie Magic, and they showed Independence Day. And I remember seeing that they made that uh, through a miniature, and they actually blew up a White House. That yeah, that makes sense. Like a miniature White House? Yeah, a miniature White House. But I'm sure they went things. back and... Because this is Spielberg, right? This is Spielberg? Uh, no. Uh, is it... No, it's who? Uh, Roland Emmerich. Who did this one? Uh, what else? What else did he do? That's a good question. Man, we should have probably done some research. What I, this was? Yeah, we should have done more research. We we half-assed everything. You so, should know this by now. Yeah, so he's done Universal Soldier, Stargate, oh, Godzilla, The Day After Tomorrow, twenty twelve. So, and he did the new, the new iteration of. Well, there's a sequel, right? Independence Day. There's a sequel to it. Yeah, he did that one. The one that just came out. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, he was producer, he writer, director. 
Yeah. Um, this guy knows his... Sh- I mean, he's only worked on Aliens. <laughs> Like in <laughs> destruction movies, but I mean he's pretty he's pretty decent at it. I mean Yeah, he, he knows I what like to it. do. <laughs> I can say I can say that I've watched all his movies and I'm not bored of them. Um did you see the White um, House Down with uh, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx? Because that he did that one. Really? No, I ne- I never watched those. My dad loves those. He's always talking about them. But it's not the one that not yeah, not the the Olympus has fallen. The other. No, I know he both dude. Anything with the White House, <laughs> my dad's all hundred percent on board with it, bro. Oh, that's uh, true because he's watched every like Air Force One, White House, anything. <laughs> yep, yep. Anything to do with the president being attacked or the White House being destroyed, he's there. I mean, he wasn't there <laughs> for the the Trump people thing, but. Yeah. When they stormed the castle. <laughs> stormed the um, castle. <laughs> uh, this okay. So besides the 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 CGI, I was impressed by that. There's a couple of things that I was like, well, oh, well, well, I guess we'll get into it in the questions. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of questions. <laughs> but uh, praises first. Praises for this movie. I thought it was cool. The whole. Um, besides it, a lot of shit not making sense. The whole intro with the shot, with the, with like the fog coming in and it's the, it's the, it's the ships. Mm -hmm. That's all cool. I was weirded out by the fact that it all happens in three days, right? It happens, oh no, in two days because it's like July 2nd and it goes all the way to July 5th. Yeah, that's like four or five days. Like three days. Yeah. And they somehow get from... Wait, some people are in New York, mm-hmm. and they all get to the Arizona desert somehow, right? Yeah. That's what's weird to yeah. me. I was just like, how? how? It, it was like, it was very sketchy how they all met up. And I never understood where where, um, where they were on the map. The president's <laughs> wife was. That's true. I Where was the president's wife? They never mentioned the location, I just know right? that eventually. Yeah. I think they did, but I just never understood what they're saying. But I know that Vivian Fox, as a stripper, finds her. Which, by the way, okay, so if we're looking for connections, bro, mm-hmm. here's another story about a stripper and her son and her kid. And this one is not... To me more? Uh, you know, still <laughs> in custody with it. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I think, was there something? Was there something about strippers in the, in the 90s? Because there's a couple of movies about strippers that came out in that movie, in that time. I don't know. I think it was just, but, everything was just know. sexualized. And it was more open, I guess. It's starting to get more open. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, and another connection, uh, the, the little girl, the little, what I'm going to call the inappropriately horny girl, the RB girl. Oh, you know the, yeah, yeah. You know the, yeah. The, the guy that's the hero? Yes. Bro, her only lines are like are like her talking with the guy yep. in like a, a random guy in his car. And they're like, the world's going to end tomorrow. Do you want to die a virgin? That's her line. Yep. Then later on, she's mad because all she wanted to do was kiss someone. 
And then later on, she's with another rando, and he's like, she's like, I don't want to die a virgin. <laughs> she says that line like four or five times, bro. It's like, dude, she's like 12 or whatever or 13. I don't know how old she is, but someone needs to get on that fast. Um, but anyways, the connection is she's in uh, Miss Doubtfire. And oh, uh, she's one of the sisters, the older sister. Yeah, that's right. And then Matilda is the younger sister. That's right. And Matilda's so the younger sister. these two do have a connection. So bam, connected. By Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. All right. Should we get into the questions or we have something else to say? Um, I do want to say uh, this is like, this is, I feel like this was like Will Smith's prime. Right? I feel like this is where he was really into, like, the action, and they add him into all the action scenes or the films. Uh, and I felt like this was uh-huh. his, definitely his prime because in the 2000s, I, I didn't really see much of him. Uh, and being in film and really enjoying seeing his films, because I guess he was just doing more of, like, emotional baggage or, or something more meaningful. Uh, but this is like, I feel like when it comes to action, this was definitely one of his primes. Because, uh, like, he's, can you name an action film that, that he was in in the last 10 years? Um, Bad Boys. <laughs> That's the third um, one, I guess, right? The third one? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the uh, 90s, no, it was like was Bad Boys. Was the fourth sure. one, the one that just came out? Was there a fourth one? Okay, so in the 90s, yeah, the one that's supposedly coming out, I was supposed to come out during the COVID. I don't know if it's out or if it was released in HBO or something. Or you're talking about like Bad Boys for Life. Um, is that what it was? I think that one came out like yeah, a it's the year third one. It's ago. The fourth one, yeah. Right? Oh, no, it's still, it's still in production. My bad. But- Oh, the fourth so one? They just finished filming it. Oh. Yeah, the fourth one. I knew it's because I remember seeing pictures of him and uh, Martin mm-hmm. and uh, Eddie Murphy and Asario. They were all fi- they all filmed in the same studios. Mm-hmm. So they were like visiting each other. Oh, yeah. okay. Or they started production around the same time or one, one was wrapping up, the other one was starting. But I remember seeing a, the post of them. So, okay, Will Smith in the late 90s, bro. Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air ends in 96. Mm. So the series finishes off. Do you know 96. what date, by the way, or no? So, um, it doesn't it doesn't say dates. I, I also didn't. But that, that, it, it, that's, the last episode airs on 96. That's crazy because he did but do this in 96. I'm assuming it's probably the fall. Yeah. I'm assuming it's the fall. So I'm assuming it was like, it was like, oh, he's making movies. So now he's doing this. Okay. So 96, we have Independence Day. Mm-hmm. He backed that up in 97 when Men in Black. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the next year. The next year, he went to Enemy of the State. Yeah. And then the next year, he did Wild Wild West, which was horrible. <laughs> and then he took... And then took the, he took... 
He took two years, three years off, and then he dropped the Ali. Ali. Then a sequel to Men in Black. What year was that? Um. 2001? The sequel to Men in Black? Yeah. 2002. So 2001 was Ali. Oh, I forgot to tell you that 95 was Bad Boys. 95 was Bad Boys? So that he started, he started the year. So consecutive from 95 to, 2000, to 99, he has a big movie. And every, I'm assuming they're all summer blockbusters, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Because I, I want to say Bad Boys is, is uh, summer... Independence Day is summer. Men in Black has to be summer. It could have been... Men in Black could have been a, a, a November or December thing. Um, Enemy of the State has to be a, su- a summer blockbuster. I feel like that has to be one. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, I feel like those were, like, the major so, ones that he's done. Because I don't remember, like, much of what he's done from the 2000s. You're right. But yeah, sequels. I he did I Robot. I mean, he did Hitch, Hancock, which is whole another one. That was not good. I'm Legend was okay. No, I was not okay. Mm. Now I'm starting to Anchorman second guess too. what I just said because I did. I do remember some of that. But Anchorman, he was just like a oh, short hey. role, though. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he yeah. He was just a yeah short role. <laughs> Um, and I, I, I want to say one of his best movies is The Pursuit of Happiness, and that was in 2006. That was filmed in San Francisco, and that was his yeah. kid. He, he was really good in that one. It did make me want to cry. Yeah. I met the I met yeah. one of the guys that I'm was actually in was that. good, too. Oh, really? Yeah. He was one of the I'm Legend that, was a decent movie, too. Yeah, bro. I like that one, too. That was a good film. Um, so, but, but I can see what you're mean by like his top top movies have to be in that in that area, the, ni- yeah. the late nineties. Yeah, that's how I remember him more yeah. about about like the nineties, all the films that he's in there. Uh, the other person I wanted to talk about was uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, because like he was like a sex icon, uh, and he was like in other films he like still The Fly. Is. Uh, yeah, because he does, he, he makes his own memes, I guess, of himself. Uh, he did Jurassic Park. Yep. He showed up in the new Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, what else has he done? Yeah. He even made a reference of to Jurassic Dude, Park. Dude, he's in, uh, he's an MCU. Oh, that's right, he is. He's probably one of the best MCU movies, Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Um, damn, what yeah. else did he See. He's done a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up. Uh, this film did use miniatures. Uh, they did use real explosions for it. Uh, I can see why you're saying that it could be ILM uh, because of the explosions and the miniatures and uh, current yeah. optical used to be part of that uh, where they would do miniatures, but they were very detailed in the miniatures. Uh, and... They did pretty good for that time. Like, we talked about it in Mission Impossible, how impressive that was. Uh, I know they, like, films throughout that time was, like, trying to get better at portraying everything more realistically. 
uh, using green screens or blue screens. Uh-huh. So it, it's a step to the right direction for sure. Oh, and the yeah. practical effects on the aliens sure. was crazy, man. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I I can't nothing like oh I should have re- researched more to see <laughs> who worked on on doing the CGI and stuff visual effects. Uh yeah. We could go but straight anyways. to the questions though. All right, so yeah. first question. Favorite scene. What was your favorite scene? Favorite, favorite scene. Um, shit. Uh, you go first, you go first, you go first. Um, uh, there was a scene... I think. There was a scene where I believe uh, the president or somebody was talking on TV and the scene they contradicted itself because they were saying on the podium uh, or just saying to everyone just leave in an orderly fashion and then the next scene that they cut off was just everyone in fucking chaos like everyone running trampling each other and all that stuff that was a funny scene for me I found that really hilarious because it really sets the mood like this is real like we're trying to be calm but no this is like shit's going down (laughs) Uh, the other one, I have two more. One of them was actually uh, Will Smith with the wedding ring or like the engagement ring and the dude finding it and pro- he accidentally, uh-huh. quote unquote, proposed to Will Smith and that guy passed by. So I found that funny and one of my favorite scenes. And yeah. then the other one was uh, when the sheep, the, the ships, the motherships, no, not the motherships. All the alien ships were shooting their central being. That's like all-time favorite uh, because it's like yep. the, definitely a miniature scene. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And all the battle scenes, pretty much. But dude, yeah. I think I think my my top top film like um, like the move the the scene that I love the most is the classic in the White House getting blown up. Yep. It's just so so great, you know. It's just so yeah. amazing to see it blow up. Um, I also, I guess, it's not necessarily a scene, but Jeff Goldblum is great in this movie. Yep. He really is. Um, and his dad, his dad plays so so great in this movie. Yeah. But anyway, so it's something else. Um, also, the names, all the names that are associated. By the way, they won for special effects, visual effects. So all the CGI people, they won. They were nominated for all that, and they all won. Um, all the people that are nominated in that are all L- ELM people, whether they were part of ELM or not. Yeah. They're all ELM people. So they have experience with Star Wars, and they have experience with Flubber, which I'm pretty sure that's ELM. I could be wrong. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is ELM, yeah. yeah. Um... Okay, next question. Uh, unsung hero. Oh, yeah, White House getting destroyed. Favorite. Yeah. I'm gonna hero. go with the drunk guy, bro. Drunk guy. The drunk guy. Uh, which the, one? Was the the drunk pilot. Guy? Oh, oh, that was um, the guy that got. That got abducted by aliens. Uh, yeah. Dang, what was his name? I thought I wrote down his uh, name. Uh, his name. 
Russell Case. Yeah, yeah, Russell Case. Russell Case. <laughs> I think his best line is, uh, I picked a hell of a day to quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, they, I think the film did have pretty good one-liners. But you just have to, like, really yeah, point, really pay attention. Um, also, he, I mean, he does have great one-liners. That guy specifically. Yeah. Because, like, when he's going up, he's going to destroy them. He goes, payback's one hell of a bitch. Yeah. Or, hello, yeah. boys, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, for me? Also, I think, I mean, we're getting into the... Favorite lines, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll say it when when I'm when we're getting to that part. But go ahead. So for for me, the unsung hero was uh, Boomer the dog. I think that was his name because he like ran into the tunnel door uh, when uh, a box called for him. Uh, I was really yeah. rooting for Boomer to be saved every single time, but I say he's my hero right there. <laughs> I love dogs, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cool. Um, he only showed yeah. up in that scene. But. He's cool, cool, cool. I actually like the the stripper lady that 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 uh says I hope I hope they bring back Elvis. Oh yeah, yeah, Remember yeah. she's like a friend. Yeah. She goes and stands with the peace sign. Yep. I like her, even though she she's stupid and died, but yeah, I like her. Uh, all right, so let's go to the next one. Best line or lines if you have multiple. Um, I think one of my favorite lines is Will Smith um, in the in like getting to Area Fifty One. Well, first of all, the way they introduce Area Fifty One, there's multiple lines that are just great. Yeah, like the dad losing his shit in the airplane. And telling people like, hey, you know, you you have Area Fifty One, and then he's like, he come he's coming up with all these like you know, random uh, uh, stories, right? And then uh, and then uh, the president and the, his advisor is like, come on, this pendejo over here. Yep. And then like the one guy's like, actually, he he he's right. There is an <laughs> Area Fifty One. <laughs> yeah, wasn't um, he the Secretary of Defense? Will's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the Secretary of Defense who gets fired halfway through it. <laughs> um, my favorite line, though, is from Will Smith. Uh, well, one of them. When he's coming in to Area 51. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, he's like, sir, I can't let you in without badge, a badge or, or uh, you know. Yeah. Without clearance. And he just lifts up the bag and he's like, is this enough clearance for you? He shows him the dead body of the alien. Yeah. Wow. What's a... Uh, for, for me, is uh, You know how you mentioned uh, Russell's daughter? And how she... Yeah. Pretty much was with a guy inside the car. And when they're in the car, he says... This might be the last night. <laughs> and, then, and then that's when you said... You don't want to die a burger. Yep. <laughs> that was a good line. It's funny. She's, she, 
Yeah, it is. It is. It was used so much, it's like ridiculous. It's like, guys, what are you guys doing in the writing? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I have uh, everything that pretty much Will Smith said, because it's just a straight-up joke. Yeah. And also the same thing every time Russell shows up on screen. He always has something funny to say. Uh, the last thing, and is the yeah. most memorable one, is the president's speech on Independence Day. Yeah, the one before they go out to fight, or the one after? Yeah. It's uh, the one when they go out to the fight. The one before? Yeah. So. Yeah. I like, it's because he, he says, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're Even going though, to live on. We're going to survive. <laughs> Yeah, even though the, those are straight up, like, picked up from, like, famous speeches, you know. Yeah, but, yeah it's a culmination of yeah. things, but it's just, it's just, everyone loved it. <laughs> yeah. And the next question is, must-watch moment. Must-watch moment? Yep. Mm. To me, is is the whole part where the invasion happens, like the whole when the aliens start attacking, like that is it gets wild there, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, the fog coming in, it's just great visually. is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fog coming in, the White House getting blown up, um, everyone getting destroyed. That that whole section is really cool. Yeah. I feel like they spent most of their time and money in that, and then afterwards, it's like. Whatever, let's just get done with this. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's funny. But yeah, that whole those scenes were really cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. What about you? Uh, it's like those fight scenes um, were good in the middle of the film, and or like someone in the beginning and the ending, uh, when the ships yeah. uh, actually shoot their central beings is definitely one of my favorites, especially on the White House or like in New York or whatnot. And then the other one was like, I really enjoyed was um, when they test out the virus theory uh, on the Coke can and they actually try to shoot the Coke can. Uh-huh. Uh, so I remember that a lot. Like that's the one significant moment in that film. when I was little yeah. that I just remember shooting the Coke can. Uh, and uh, when like Will Smith and uh, Jeff Goldblum are in space, and that whole scene got me nervous too. Yeah. And that was a must watch for sure. And the cigar at the end? Yep. Obis has left the building. That's a good line too. Yep. Yeah. Let's see. Next question is Um, cool. If I was WTF? If I was in this world, I would be who? The stripper. Definitely the stripper <laughs> that got blown up. No, no doubt. I would be David, bro. <laughs> Meaning Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> David. Oh. Yeah. Okay, you can be Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I'll be that stripper that dies. Because realistically, what would happen? I would... Hey, man, you can choose anyone you want, man. And you can choose to be that. Yeah. That's what I would. And in the WTF moment, yeah. I have two of them. I have a lot. Okay, go. Uh, one of them is when Air Force One goes 
does the takeoff and the fire or from the explosion does not catch up. Well, it catches up to it, but like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't even bother him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does it? How do they take off that fast and reach that speed that yeah. fast when this is going hella far and covering so much ground? Uh, the other one was Area Fifty One when the doctors are actually trying to dissect the alien, the live alien that was unconscious. And they weren't wearing face shields. That made no sense to me. If you're doing something like that, shouldn't you have a face shield mm-hmm. if something splatters on your face? Mm-hmm. So that's the that's mm-hmm. definitely one. Hey, of it's a yeah. There's a lot of WTF moments like that for me too. Like uh, uh, the plot plot wise, like I don't know where the president's wife is and how the heck did Vivian Fox meet her? Like that's the most randomest shit ever. Because I think she's in L.A. Right? Will Smith was in L.A. this whole time? Yeah, it looked like it. Somewhere? In Southern California somewhere? Yeah. Um, and then, well, okay, so Jeff Goldblum and all of them, it makes sense because they're in the East Coast and they flew. Yeah. So I get it. Like, you can be in the East Coast to Arizona within, like, five hours. That's fine. I get it. But, like, just the fact that everyone sort of happens to meet up in Area 51 at the right time is insane. Oh, yeah. To me. Definitely. Yeah. It does it, especially if it happens in within one day. Also, this is also just the same thing with the face shield. Mm-hmm. This is kind of like me post-COVID. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they, with no time at all, they got the whole entire world through Morse code to do a joint attack yep that's wild that would never happen dude we couldn't even get our shit together in a <laughs> pandemic and we were legit dying people were lying <laughs> dying left and right it's true and like <laughs> like there's no fucking way we get our shit together in less than a day yeah to like you know you will fight you will always get that dumbass yeah. if an alien ship shows up pull out their gun and shoot at that alien ship that's the first thing that will happen. Yeah. Oh, did you catch the news report? I right now that you said shooting. No. That it's. I know it's LA because they're making fun of it, <laughs> where they're telling people in LA to not shoot at the thing. Yeah. They're like, don't shoot at the ship because you might start an intergalactic war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I that think I think that's actually like a real thing. Yeah. I think there was like documents about it. Like, if you do see a spaceship... People shooting in the sky. Yeah, like, uh, when it comes to, like, um, uh, jet brought, fighters... Remember when people were shooting a storm? Yeah, to stop oh, it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was stupid. So stupid. It's not Sharknado here. Nope. <laughs> or is it? Yeah. So those um, are all the questions. Let's see what else... Yeah, my other question, I have one more question. Why why did they choose Vivian Fox to be a stripper? I don't get it. I don't I don't understand it. I think there had to have been like there had to be a couple of things going on in the nineties that I don't remember. One, of an obsession with strippers. Two, um like the whole alien stuff, because there's hella alien movies that came out. Yeah. And then three uh, Elvis, bro, Elvis, like they brought up Elvis so much times in these movies, it's insane. Um, anyways, are we? 
Hold on, are we watching Mars Attack? Oh, that's... Is that one of the movies for 1996? It, it should be, Mars right? Because I remember it was... Uh... It is a 1996 movie. Yeah. All right, so I'm excited for that other alien movie. What, what, what month will that be? October? No, I don't know. Uh, December. It was December. Ooh, we're, we're doing a Christmas special, bro. That was a bro. Christmas movie. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> December 13th. So not necessarily, but yeah. <laughs> uh, should we do Matilda? Yeah, we are up to Because we've been at it for 45 minutes. Yeah. But to be honest, though, we were talking for at least 10 minutes oh. about your kids. About <laughs> random shit. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. All right. Um, real quick, though, I'm going to give, give uh, this movie a three and a half. I will do the exact same thing. Three and a half out of five. Yep, three and a half out of five. Yeah, dude, it's a solid. It's a solid movie. It's a watch movie. If you have HBO, which I don't, um, if anyone wants to give me their password, I'm up. Go ahead. I'm I'm taking people. Please. Um, please. But if you have it, watch it, man. It's a it's a fun watch. It's it's good. I recommend it. Get some popcorn. Yep. You know Skittles. Watch it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Should be good. By the way, did you ever see the sequel? Alright. Uh, yeah, the one with this. Uh, yeah, the weird thing from it was how they explained how Will Smith died. Yeah. But he's a hero in it, right? Yeah. The president's still there, and Jeff Goldblum is still there, too. Yeah. Alright, Matilda time. Yeah. So, you can start off with Matilda. Matilda. If you remember much of it. Um,. Bro, Matilda, I was I was shocked. I didn't really remember much from it. I mean, uh, Roll. Ro- how do you say his name? Roll mm-hmm. Dahl. Roll Dahl. What is he? The author of of this book. Roll Dahl. Dude, he. I mean, his books are amazing. Like, True. I love his his books. Uh, we've already watched Fen- uh, James and the Giant Peach. Um, we didn't do Charlie and the Check. Jack- Chocolate Factory, but that's his stuff, you know. Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is one of my favorite movies. Uh, I think we did the BFG. I'm not sure if we did BFG, but he he's basically he's an author, a kids author, and, and he has all these these great stories and great worlds that he built. Yeah. And Matilda is not necessarily like one of those worlds that he creates, where like it's like uh, some crazy shit going on. But you still get into that world so well. Yeah. Um, off the back, I, I, I want to say a couple, uh, a couple things I want to say from it off the back is I think that might be the movie that made me want to go into teaching. Like mm. something psychologically in the back of my head was like, you should be a teacher and fuck all the bad teachers, you know? Because yeah. I want to say that in tenth, when I was in 10-year-old, I was in a, with a really bad teacher, like a shitty teacher. Yeah. And I, uh, I want to say that that was the one, that, the teacher that we gave her a, a mental... Breakdown? You know, just <laughs> breakdown. Yeah. We locked her in the closet. <laughs> and I think it, I want to say that we got inspiration from Matilda. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> Also wrestling, um, <laughs> but you know the, because that's literally why we did it. That's why we locked her in because we wanted to have a WrestleMania, bro. Like everyone was involved, the girls were involved, everyone in the classroom was involved into 
let's lock the teacher in the closet so then we can have a huge wrestling ring. And I wasn't 100% aware that it was happening. But it was like, someone's like, go! They tripped her. And then, bro, they we put all the desks together, and that was our, 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 our wrestling rink. What? Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> damn, your experience was uh, so crazy compared to mine. She, <laughs> okay, she was a horrible teacher, bro. She was a horrible teacher. She didn't deserve it. I feel so bad for her, but um, she was a horrible teacher. But anyways, I think this movie was definitely one of those things that inspired me to become a teacher because it was like, oh, cool. So even if I have shitty teachers there, there's teachers that could make a difference, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was something that I was like, oh, this is really cool. Um, I might, once Emilio gets older, I'm going to have him watch this movie 100% because it's, it's a good story. Yeah. I want to get him introduced to him, to the author, to, to what, how do you say his name? Roald Dahl? Yeah. I actually... This might be a good for Emilio because he loves doing pranks. Mm. I think this will be a really good one to introduce him to. Yeah. And then slowly, you know, show him the other movies and stuff. Yeah. But um, but for sure, this is a great movie. Also, I'm, I'm, I just ordered the book because I have never read the book. So I actually ordered the book. Nice. So you, did you get um, it separately or uh, did you get like a whole set or something? No, no, I got it separate. I got it used from the thrift store. I'm not going to say which thrift store online, but the only thrift store online store. But uh, they're not sponsors. But if you look up <laughs> thrift stores and books. You'll find it in one of the first They have an Google. app. They have an app. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's where I buy all my books, bro. I buy books for kids all the time there. And it's like. Two bucks, three bucks, you know, free shipping because yeah. I'm a member or whatever. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, uh, the other thing that was shocking, surprisingly to me, is how much uh, um, Danny DeVito was involved. In yeah, that's that definitely surprised I, me. So I didn't, I didn't know who he was yet. I I just don't. I didn't know who Danny DeVito was. Yeah. As a 10-year-old. So I definitely didn't know it was him. So when I was watching it, the first thing that shocked me was, why the fuck is Danny DeVito the narrator? That was the first thing that got me. I was like, wait, he's narrating this movie. And then um, and then the second thing is I saw him and I'm like, oh, he's actually in this movie. Yeah. Um, and then... Yeah, and then and then I find out he's also the director of this movie. So I'm a producer. That was a cool little thing, and the producer. So I think that was cool. Um, I think he did a great job. I have to say that little girl is probably the coolest little girl ever, Matilda. Um, her style, her her way of being. Yeah. I, I love it, man. She had to take care of I herself remember, when she was little. I actually fell in love with her. Really. I fell in love with yeah. Miss Honey <laughs> Dude, when I, I was little. Oh, 100% too. 100% <laughs> too, Miss Honey. Um, but I just thought, I was like, dude, she's cute too, like Matilda girl. Uh, which, by the way, she's she was born in 87, so, you know, really close to us. Like one year, yeah. a couple months older than her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's cool. Um, I don't know. Do you want to say anything about this movie? 
Yeah. So for me, uh, when I saw this film, it, it brought back a lot of memories. I ended up uh, yep. watching this film in fifth grade uh, with my class uh, because we were all reading the book. And it's, my teacher promised, like, you know, we read the book and you all read it. We get to watch the movie. And then once you watch the movie, we'll actually have it as a pizza party. So, or we would have popcorn yeah. or something like that. So we were all excited to do that. But as soon as that happens, my teacher gave us four options. And I only remember one of them, which is based on what we read and saw, we put it into some sort of talk show. And we would have this teacher okay. actually record it. Uh, and we would do that. So we did get to decide what kind of talk show. So we, my team or my group decided to do a talk show. And the talk show was a Jerry Springer talk show. So they would call yes. in. For, for us, they selected who would be Miss Trunchbull, who would be Matilda, who would be Lavender, who would be Miss Honey. <laughs> and they would all show up in, in Jerry Springer. And for me, oh my, my role was actually Miss Trunchbull. So what I remember is I grabbed my mom's trench coat, which was gray, put it on myself, and put my hair up. And I was Miss Trunchbull, and they asked yep, me the pictures. question. They asked me the questions like, why did you throw that kid out the window? And I said, and I remember this, and I said immediately, because it was all improvised, I was like, that kid did not share his damn Skittles. So I threw him out the window. <laughs> or like or like the M&M's, so I threw oh him out the God. window. So I remember that, and my teacher loved it so much. Apparently, she ended up sharing it to other grades, or like to the, to the next grade. Uh, so much so that my brother's two years younger than me, and he had the same teacher. He saw that video, and he remembers that. And he told me... Oh, there's a video of you? It's a video of me. Uh, that my fifth grade teacher. Oh my uh, god, she still has apparently. I'm assuming she still has it. It might be digitized now, <laughs> but I, yeah. I remember I remember <laughs> that so much. I remember like yeah. being in fifth grade and they pushed us to read like more of his books. Uh, in fourth grade, it was all about like Goosebumps. Fifth grade was about Roll Doll. Yeah. But that's like I remember, I remember watching. Goosebumps. I remember watching the film. Yeah, yeah it was just a, a lot of things, especially like that one song, uh, "On My Way." Like, send me on my way. On my way. Yeah. Boom, 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 that one. Yeah, I go. Dude, that song was used so much in so many movies. Really? I'm gonna I'm gonna do a quick "On My Way" in how many movies? On my way outside. Did, did you ever see the actual music video for it? No. By the, what is it called? Send Me, on, Send my me way on My Way by Rusted Root. Okay. In how many movies is Send Me On My Way in? I mean, in 1995, it was peaked at number 72 in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. It was in... Yeah. Pie in the Sky, Race 
the sun until the party five ethereal flight ice age standing still uh, new girl my mad fat diary holiday in the wild fresh off the boat big mouth it has to be more movies. I feel like that movie, that was such a 90s movie. That is such a 90s oh, movie. Oh, yeah. It really is. And the music video is is like, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's just, I need to watch it. <laughs> it like throws me off because they're all like dancing in the in the woods and or like out in nature. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it's also in Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Ooh, wow. Uh, yeah, dude, it's nuts. Yeah, that's a good song, though. It's a very 90s song. Um, should we do the questions for Matilda? Yeah. Uh, let me get my phone right there. Bum, bum. So, I have... What is your favorite scene from Matilda? Uh, My favorite scene... I have two favorite scenes. Okay. Um, uh, first, I'm a huge fan of the pigtails. What are those things? She's like, pigtails, missus? Like... Are you a pig? And she's like, no. It's like, do I allow pigs in my in my place? She says, no. And then she like grabs her and spins her and then just throws her. Yeah. And everyone's like, is she gonna make the fence? And then she makes the fence. Um, so that scene, and then the chocolate cake scene, the chocolate eating yeah, cake scene. with Bruce and the cake. Yeah. My second best. Uh, for me, I have yeah. four scenes. Uh, one of them is actually the first five minutes because it introduces like the story and Matilda and pancake making, uh, which like pancake thing is like the most like infamous one for me. Um, the other scene is when Danny DeVito's character Mister Warm- Wormwood gives the car tips <laughs> yeah. on how to like really, you know. Fake, yeah. fake everything for the car to scam everyone. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bruce and the cake. Uh, and then, Daddy, he's a... Yeah. And then the last one is the Trunchbull versus the Newt, because I remember that when I was a kid. And that was definitely one of my favorites. Right. Yeah. Now, Unsung Heroes. Oh, the Newt was great. <laughs> okay, Unsung Heroes... I'm going to go with the fat kid eating the cake, bro. That's impressive as fuck. I'm sorry. That's one of them for me. Bruce. That cake was massive, bro. That was such a big... That's like a wedding cake. Yeah. That kid, like, downed it. He did. He downed it. It was worth the five hours of... of After school. ...that everyone got. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For me, where it was... I'm surprised not one parent called in, like... uh, like yeah, it's a question. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's what that's what yeah. I was thinking. Like for me, yeah. it's like how come they don't like believe any of the kids? It's like your kid doesn't show up for five hours, yeah. and then you see the bus drop them off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you should you should uh, you should question it maybe, huh? Yeah. 
Uh, for me, I yeah. think uh, my my unsung hero was uh, he was in the background. Uh, it was Sticky Mickey uh, because you know, the money was flying Sticky inside. And, yeah, so it's the it's the game Sticky Money or whatever. So they put like honey all over uh-huh. them, and then it was all in the background. Oh uh, yeah, the the show, the game show, dude. Yeah, I yeah. really want to play that game. That seems like a that seems like a Japanese imported game. Like that seems like something. I think they do that. that yeah. Only the minds of the Japanese would come up with it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a fun. I want to do that show. Let's yeah, go to Japan sure. and do it. We could do a live yep, live from it. Japan. <laughs> yep. Right. The next one is the best line that's funny. or lines. Ooh. I have one, two, and uh, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Three, three of them. Oh. Um, well, f- the first one, I'll just start in, like, order of how it goes. Uh-huh. I love, uh, like you are saying, when, uh, when uh, the dad is uh, explaining how stuff works. Oh, oh, my bad. The first, my first line that I love is... Uh, is when uh, the beginning, right at the beginning, mm-hmm. they're coming out with the baby from the hospital. Yeah. Um, and the narrator's like, everyone is born, but not everyone is born the same, all that stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, most parents believe their children are the most beautiful creatures ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, but others take it le- a less emotional approach. Mm-hmm. And then you just see the, the dad is just looking at the baby and he goes... What a waste of time! And they're walking. <laughs> oh, they're walking with the, with the the, the receipt, right? Yeah. And he's like, "What a waste of time!" And then she's like, "And painful." It's like, and expensive. Nine twenty five for a bar of soap. <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, I had to shower, Harry." <laughs> it's like five thousand dollars. I'm not paying it. What are they gonna do? Repossess the kid? I'm like, that's the greatest <laughs> line ever. Right. It was. Yeah. And then uh, I liked when uh, she confronts him. It's like, you're a crook, daddy. Daddy, you're a crook. He's like, nah. And then the last one I love, I love when uh, she asked to get, um, to get um, adopted. Mm -hmm. And then the mom is going to have this emotional moment. And you're like, it's set up to seem like, She's about to like embrace her and be like, "No, you're my daughter. Like I can't leave you." And she goes, "You're me. Um, you're the only daughter I've ever had." And then she's like, "And I never understood you." <laughs> Someone give me a pen. <laughs> Someone give me a pen. That's the best line. Uh, for me, I have I have three. Uh, one of them was when Matilda actually asked uh, her dad for a book, and he said, "A book? Why do you want a book for? To read?" Why do you want to read when you have television sitting right in front of you? There's nothing you can get from a book that you can't get from a television faster. So I was like, and that's the reason yep. why we watch movies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't want to buy books. Uh, the other yeah. the other line I have was um, when uh, her dad actually told her, like, when a person is bad, that person has to be taught a lesson. And... That's mm. that sets up the whole film too. Uh, the other, the last yeah, one, the last one that I really find, uh, it was funny for me. 
It was when uh, Miss Trenchbull, you see her shadow talking to Danny DeVito's character, Mr. Wormwood, in his shadow, in his shop. Uh, so you just see the silhouette of these two characters, and they're talking about kids and how they're mistakes. And then Miss Trenchbull says, they're all mistakes. Children, filthy, nasty things. Glad I never was one. And I was like, what? Oh, you yeah. had to be a kid. I think he says, oh, yeah? He says, oh, yeah? He's like, you know, he just agrees. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And then the next question that's is uh, must-watch moment. And for me, it was the first 15 minutes because that sets up the whole film. The first 15 minutes? Yeah. The whole... Her growing up? Her growing up, up to, like, dad saying um, that, you know, when a person is bad, they have to be taught a lesson or something. Yeah, so I like um, the the scene where <laughs> they're in the... They, when they go into the house for the first time. Okay. And Miss... What's her name? Whatever her name Trunchful. is. Trench coat or whatever. She... Well, she comes in and she's looking for them and she's sniffing them. Yeah, uh, I like that. That whole that actually was a little bit intense. I I remember being very nervous, very intensely yeah. suspensed. Yeah, very nervous when I was a kid. It actually made me a little nervous for them watching it right now too. Yeah, you couldn't really take your yeah. eyes off the screen when everything was going on. So they did a really good job at like, keeping you on your toes. When we're watching it. Yeah. Yep. Is that the only must watch you have? Yeah, that, the cake. Watch the cake eating. Yeah. <laughs> and also, Pee Wee Herman, bro. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman as an yeah. FBI agent. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> All yeah. Reason. All right. Yeah. And the next one is if I was in this world, who would I, who would I be? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be um, one of the FBI agents. That's who I want to be. <laughs> um, no, actually, I probably would be one of Matilda's friends. I want to be Matilda's friends. You know, Lavender was a very adorable. She seems like a cool person. Yeah. Uh, for, Lavender. Yeah, I think. Who's that? Uh, she was her first friend. The ponytail girls. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would be okay. the little four-year-old Matilda. And she's, like, making the pancakes, and she's going to the library. The pancakes? Yeah, and she's, like, reading uh, all the books and laughing. Four-year-old her, that's, like, who would I... That's who I would want to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bro, so... Um, yeah, you're even saying that right now. Uh, this movie, I just took a training... <laughs> the school's about to start yep. about mandate reporting like mandate report right yep. and I'm just sitting here I'm going like fuck I can't report every second of this movie a four year old walks into a fucking library and not one person questions it yep. come on this was a, I think this was in the 70s not one fucking person bro I think this was what was it 70s or early 80s it takes place in the 70s you think well Okay. They never established a time. I'm trying to remember like what type of car they we never, saw. The cars, the cars were like 90s. 
80s cars. There weren't 70s yeah, cars. Yeah, so I'm thinking it was like probably the early 80s. Because like they're used 70s. cars. That's the thing, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, don't uh, know. I was thinking about that because this Trunchbull had like yeah. a, a, a 1972 Olympics sweater. So I wasn't sure like uh-huh. like between it had to be obviously after. Well, she went to the Olympics then. But she was young when she went to the Olympics then. I remember it, the the teacher was young when she came back from the Olympics. So then, remember that's when she how killed her old, dad. How old was she? She was like five when her dad died. So that would mean it has uh-huh. to be the nineties. So it would still be the nineties then, because it's just the assume... movie takes place in the nineties. I think, yeah. Okay. For yeah. sure, the movie takes place in the nineties. Yeah. Because okay, what what year did the Olympics say it happened? Nineteen seventy-two. Okay, so nineteen seventy-two. And then after she, because in the story where we find out that the teacher was, um, that's her aunt, right? The, the, that's her aunt. Yeah. She's her niece or step niece, maybe. Something yeah. Like that. Um, so we find out that um, after the Olympics, she came over and, and was with her dad. Yeah. So then that, she was, the teacher was like, 10 years old maybe or 6 years old in the 70s so, no so when another when, 10 15 years hold on so in the story or in the film they said that that uh, Miss Honey's mom passed away when she was 2 and then her dad passed away when she was 5 so she was 5 in 70 after 72 so let's go give it like a a year or two maybe like 74 75 she was 5 that means when she was 20, it was, like, early 90s. So, yeah, this movie takes place in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. It takes place in the 90s. It could have yeah. used better cars. No. <laughs> no uh, only it's junk cars, bro. They're $100. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then let's go Dude, on Matilda to the last. Ha- Matilda is so hot, man. I remember thinking Matilda <laughs> was so hot when I was a kid. Her eyes, bro. I was like, damn. She did not age well. I looked her up. <laughs> well, she. it's not that she didn't age well. It's just that, like, Do you know what I expected. Did you look up Miss Honey? Because Miss Honey aged well. She really did. Oh, did she? Yeah, she really did. I bet she, she did. Oh, I'm going to look her up on the Instagram later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we do have one more question, unless you want to add more, but we have the WTF moment. Uh, For me, Um, it was actually when she was walking 10 blocks by herself as a (laughs) four-year-old, just like the mandates that you were talking about. Uh, And the other one was question that like Danny DeVito said his character said to Matilda which was we can't leave valuable packages sitting out there in the doorstep and I'm like WTF because that's like exactly what's going on now like they always steal packages in the last 15 years so yeah they're still doing that <laughs> yeah um 
WTF is really just there's a lot of continuity continuity I can't say that word right now. There's a lot of just continuity. Like, continuity. Continuity. There you go. There's a lot of continuity issues with the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bro. Like some of them are obvious. Where like a shirt is striped and then like literally they pan and then they pan back and they have a solid color shirt. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, I think it happens especially. Yeah, it happens a lot where it's just like a lot of like little. Subtle thing. Which I'm assuming this was probably Danny DeVito's first big movie or something. So he just probably didn't have someone or someone fucked up, but, you know, whatever. Um, but WTF moments to me is just uh, just the kids being abused and no one, not one single person is, like, everyone's okay with this. Like, that city has to be so fucked that the, the kids are, like, worthless because, like you said, they were five hours late. Yeah. From school, and not one parent complained. Come on, that school should have been shut down instantly. Well, they probably complained, but they just never also, believed their kids. Just like what happened in Matilda. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the lady clearly killed her dad, mm. and the cops didn't investigate or anything. Come True. on. They, I think I think Miss Honey said like they decided that he just died. Pretty much, that's what they said. Like, the FBI believed yeah. that he just died. They decided on that. So, yep. strange. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, line-wise, too, or oh, whatever. There's a lot of little random shit. Uh, but, yeah, cool. Uh, is that the last question? That was the last question, unless you haven't wanted to add any. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> um, I give this movie a four. I'm going to give it a four. I love this movie. Yeah, Nostalgia-wise, that's why I'm giving it a four. Yeah. Uh, because of nostalgia and because of like my connection to it, I'm, I'll still give this one just like Independence Day, like three and a half. I'll go with three and a half. Okay. All right. This movie did not do good, by the way, money-wise. It, it, it flopped. Yeah. It's, a, it's a massive flop. I think it was budgeted at $36 million and it, it only made $8 million in opening weekend. And the total is $33. Um, is this movie on HBO? I do not believe yeah, so. Is this movie on HBO or no? No, it's not. Damn. <laughs> You're going to keep bringing yeah, that's it That's crazy. Like HBO this, HBO that. Yeah, I want some for HBO. If if anybody oh, from you think HBO this movie gets listening. remade, this. <laughs> if oh, anyone yeah, send it my way, send yeah, it my way. send it to us. Send me codes. We need codes that would last us at least ten years. We'll do all your films. We'll talk yep, about all yep. your films, Mister HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CEO sure, sure. HBO Max, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, is this, do you like this? Okay, so I wish we should do this. We should do my childhood top four or top five uh, movies. Uh, so I would include the movies that I absolutely loved. Oh, side note too also before I get to this. 
I rented Matilda in the library. So I watched, that's right, I went to the library and rented a BHS and got Matilda. I remember I got, and this is what I'm saying, my top five when I was around this age, 10, okay? Mm-hmm. So I rented Miss D- Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. I rented Matilda. I rented Casper and Jumanji and The Parent Trap. So those five, I think I would rent them uh, as soon as they were available in the library. The most, yeah. Um, I don't know, we sh- I, I, from those, I think I like Casper better. Sure. Um, oh, shit. Or Jumanji. I'm not sure. But, yeah. Definitely. I think we should do that one day. We should watch those. Those five? Nostalgia movies, you know? <laughs> A nostalgia yeah. episode, special soundtrack too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be my public library movies. Mm. <laughs> For me, it'll or, probably be blockbuster. Did you ever have a? <laughs> well, yeah, you did blockbuster. Well, that's another. I was gonna ask. Do you have like? Do you remember your top five blockbusters go to? Uh, Where you would because everyone has a. Everyone has something in Blockbuster, like just like in Netflix, how you would watch the same shit still now. You have so much options, but you still watch the same shit. It would happen in Blockbuster too. I remember that. I, I actually didn't was not allowed to rent something that we've to already rent? rented. Yeah, so my dad would always look oh. at it and be like, "No, because we've seen this, so we can never have a go-to." Uh, damn. But I always okay. wanted to get Aladdin. I- and Aladdin was never available in Oh. That was the top one for, for... That one in The Return of Jafar was uh, the top yeah. picks for... Now, even in the library, it was impossible to get, bro. So I got it at the Pulgas. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, uh, it was great talking to you again. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah. Um... Unless you have something else to add. No, this We're is good. all good. Uh, we'll try to uh, continue on with these episodes. I don't worry about behind. Uh, yes, sir. But until next time, yeah. have your popcorn ready. Don't drop the Skittles. Bye. Yeah.